Alrighty, folks, we have another episode of Mad Dog Madness. This is yours, Mad Dog Mad Report, live from the 3-8. I hope y'all are doing well. How am I doing? Better than I deserve, and that's for sure. Today, we'll be talking about adversity. We'll be talking about difficulties, and we'll be talking about how to overcome these difficulties. And it all starts with mindset. But, But before I begin... I just want to say thank you for listening in. I greatly appreciate it. So I want to start today with with an assertion. Never, ever, ever assume that there's a spot at the table for you. Always have the mentality and always be under the impression that you have to earn every seat of every table you sit at. If you do it any other way, you're an entitled prick, okay? Have a, have a humble mentality and have, have the understanding that you have to earn everything you get. That is so important. Your, your, life, will be, your life will be so much better off that way. It, it truly will. So now, let's talk about some difficulties, man. Everyone has difficulties. I have difficulties. You have difficulties. Your family has difficulties. It's just it's just part of life. So how do you how do you overcome difficulties when they're thrown in your face? Well, for one, I, I truly believe that consistency and hard work are key ingredients um, in order to to overthrow any any difficulty in your life. But let me share with you kind of a backstory, and and I want you to take out some. Take take away some lessons. Um, I've I've just like a little timeline I want to run you by, and and I promise it'll be quick. But I think there's some great stuff in there that you can take away, in order to apply to your to your life. So, when I was a freshman in high school, I was 254 pounds. I was overweight. I was unhappy, and it just it wasn't cutting for me. Just being the way I was. So I went on Nutrisystem as a freshman. Um, a freshman in high school. After being on Nutrisystem and, and losing a bunch of weight, by junior year, I was sub 200 pounds. I lost over 50 pounds from, from freshman to junior year of high school. Um, and also as a freshman, I was my grades were terrible. And and by the end, I was able to pull my GPA up, and I think I ended with like a 2.8 out of 4.3 GPA. I told you my grades were terrible, something like that. I can't remember the exact GPA, but it was it was below a 3.0. I know that out of a 4.3 4.3 GPA. So I was overweight, I was unhappy, and my grades sucked. Okay. So as I started losing all the weight. As I started overcoming the difficulties, the emotional difficulties, the physical difficulties, I, or, I, I noticed that other parts of my life were improving. And it was awesome. My grades started, uh, grade started to get better. And like I said, by the end, I was, I was almost at a 3.0. I was close. So, so by junior year of high school, I, I overcame, apologies, I overcame two two big difficulties in my life, my grades and my weight. Okay. So then 
by by junior year, I thought I was gonna I, I was gonna have a shot at playing college baseball. Some, you know, I was in contact with some teams, and and it was great. Um, unfortunately, senior year came around. I was uncommitted, and I put in a lot more work. Um, and I had more coaches reach out. You know, some D three D two coaches um, expressing their interest. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, I tore my UCL. And had to get Tommy John surgery uh, as as a senior in high school. So I thought baseball was was done, and, and I'd hang up the cleats. I, I still got the surgery, still rehab my arm, um, but but I had to decide where am I going to go to college. So I applied to Bryant, and I got waitlisted. I got waitlisted to Bryant. Just another difficulty because Brian was my number one choice. So a few weeks go gone by and I'm like, damn, like I, I'm praying that I, you know, I get into Brian. I will show them that I am an academic weapon. I am so motivated to show them that I'm, I'm an uh, academic weapon because they, they said, maybe you'll have a seat at the table. Maybe. So I ended up getting, you know, into Brian. And I was excited to, to become a Brian Bulldog. Um, but I knew something was still missing. So after my first week at Brian, I went to the baseball coach and I said, Coach, I'd love to be a part of the team somehow, some way, please. She so was like, okay, Matt, you can be the manager. Just don't suck. I'm like, okay, I, I got your back. Um, so, so athletically... You know, I was going, I was going through my, my rehab, Tommy John. So as you know, I spent my whole freshman year as a manager and let me tell you something. Being manager was awesome. However, I wasn't actually at the table. I was not at the table. I was in the room looking in on the table, but I wasn't actually at the table and that pushed me. To work tirelessly throughout my freshman year so I could potentially have the opportunity of trying out for the team and making it. And that's exactly what I did. There, were like, there was like one roster spot left when I tried out sophomore year. And, and I made the team. I, I increased my velocity from Tommy John by like 8 miles an hour. I was sitting probably like 85. Topped 88. But that came with hard work and I, you know, I grinded it out. 18 damn months of rehab for my Tommy John. It took me three months to bend my arm the entire way or extend it the entire way, wherever you call it. And, and that, that was so difficult. That was so difficult. So then, you know, I, I got myself situated with the baseball team. I made the team. I overcame the difficulties I had overcome. But now... You know, I'm still, I'm still, you know, keeping in the back of my head, just keeping in the back of your mind that, that I still had to show them that I am an academic weapon. And that's exactly what I did. You said I could potentially have a seat at the table. Come on, give me that, give me that seat. I'll show you. I will show you what I can do. And that's exactly what I did. I went to Bryant for four years and I got three degrees I took 18 credits a semester. I took 18 credits in the summers. I took three to six credits each winter. 
I, I did two bachelors, one masters at Bryant. Could have done in 3.5, 3.5 years, but I deferred, deferred a class to the spring of my my fourth year there, so I could, you know, play baseball. But but the 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 point I'm trying to make is, there when when you're thrown with difficulties and when you're, when you're undergoing difficulties and you're trying to get a seat at that table, you gotta stay hungry. You gotta stay hungry and you gotta stay consistent. You gotta put in the hard work. And once you get to that table, and once you're sitting down and you're looking at everyone, you know what you gotta do? You can't get comfortable. You gotta keep working. You gotta you gotta raise the bar to the next level because there's always someone that's trying to chase that seat you're sitting at. If you wanna be best, you can't be comfortable. If you wanna be best, you gotta keep working hard and you gotta enhance and improve and be consistent day in and day out. That's the point I'm trying to make that we all have difficulties in our life, man. I have difficulties. You have difficulties. Your family has difficulties. But you shouldn't stress about the mere fact that there are difficulties in your life. What you really need to do is take a step back, okay? Take a step back. And, and realize that it's not the difficulty you need to stress about. It's the, it's the reaction to the difficulty. Because at the end of the day, there's so many difficulties in life that you can't control. But the ones that you can control, control them. You have the power to dictate how you want to live your life in what manner... So do it. Do it. If you're not happy with something, take action. Take action and overcome the difficulties that are keeping you down. Free yourself of all the mental chains that's, a, that's locking you up and, and, and prohibiting you from being happy. That is just, that is just so important. So important to realize there's just so many people that are that experience so many difficulties. And and my heart goes out to the to the difficulties that they can't control. We all pray about those. We all have hearts towards those. But the difficulties that you can't control, take action. And even with the difficulties that you can't control, you still have to have faith. You still have to have grit. You still have to have optimism. You still have to have faith. Like all of it, all of it, hope, faith, grit, just, it's, it, it takes, it takes consistency, it takes, it takes the right mindset, get in that right mindset, oh man, um, that, that was, that was an interesting rant, that was really an interesting rant, um, yeah, and, and I, I want to end with this, man, um, I'd, I'd love to hear what, what seat you're trying to sit at. I would I would love for you to reach out to me, whoever's listening, and let me know. I want to know what seat you're trying to sit at and what table. And I also want to let you know, and this is this is really this is really important. So the whole idea of an inner circle. I think I think you should tell your inner circle your greatest dreams and desires. But for the love of God, and I, I never, ever do this, never 
tell someone your dreams and desires only to seek approval of those dreams and desires. Do not do that because you'll start second-guessing yourself. I think you know what's best for yourself. I truly do. In the moment you start to try and seek approval for dreams and the desires that you have, you're going to start second-guessing yourself. Only share dreams and desires, especially you know to your inner circle, so, so, so they know to have your back and to support you. Okay. Yeah. You can ask, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? If, 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 but even if you're doing that, maybe, maybe the dream and desire isn't big enough. You know, you want people, you want people laughing at your dreams and desires and, and, and saying, wow, like that's, that's wild. Like, you know, good luck with that. You don't want people saying, I don't think you can do that. Do not, the point is do not seek approval for your dreams and desires because the only person that can achieve your dreams and desires is you. Take action, man. Get that seat at that table and grind it away, baby. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I apologize that it's a little longer than the the first one, but you know, I, I hope it, I hope it, spoke volumes to your heart and again let me know what what table you're trying to sit at you know right now i'd love to hear it i'd love to support you and get get behind you on it so with that being said this episode of mad dog madness has concluded your host mad dog matt is out your here